Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to get it done as the number one betting source for you. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, we have golf, horse racing, and everything heating up this Major League Baseball season as well. You'll get latest odds, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Just log on today to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to get started. But listen up. Make sure you use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag or your mobile device. BetOnline. Get started today. BetOnline is where the game starts. You know, it is that time of year in sports where it is all heating up, not just the weather, but the events. We're coming off the NFL draft. We have MLB. We've got the NHL and NBA playoffs. How about Horse Racing's Triple Crown and the PGA Championship, just to name some of the major sporting events we'll see in the next few months and have seen the last several weeks. Every event presents opportunities for inspiration and controversy, as well as new heroes and comeback stories. Ever wonder how to get into sports journalism? Well, I started my career at St. Bonaventure University. I attended their campus long before online degrees were a thing. But with their online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism, you'll learn how to find and talk about the most compelling stories, no matter the sport all from the comfort of home. An advisory committee of journalism school alums shape this innovative program. Courses are taught by experienced professors and include master classes led by industry experts. As an SBU graduate, you join a network of fellow Bonnies, including the New York Post's Mike Beccaro and ESPN's Raina Banks. The online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism builds strong skills and ethical foundations for successful careers. Coursework emphasizes the importance of multimedia reporting and incisive storytelling. Program graduates are prepared to tell stories at the intersection of sports, gender, and race. Take the next step in your sports journalism career by contacting an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. Hey, this is Joe Theismann, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by great friends at Stanley Law Offices. The title sponsor always takes care of you. Stanley Law Offices, together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. And a huge tip of the cap thank you as well to Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, Welch and Company Jewelers, Liverpool Physical Therapy, and Bonnet Sales and Service, the door specialist if you're in and around Central New York. When your garage door fails... Call Bonnet Sales. Look them up online at bonnetsalesandservice.com. Sue and her team, they've been family-owned and operated for half a century. And guess what? They do free estimates everywhere you live in central New York. Oswego County, Onondaga County, whether it's Brewerton, Mexico, Fayetteville, DeWitt, uh, uh, everywhere in between, they can take care of you. Residential garage doors, commercial garage doors. Check out the gallery. Free estimates. What a great company, Bonnet Sales and Service Incorporated, the door specialist at bonnetsalesandservice.com. All right, this is a Clayton Kershaw appreciation podcast. I've been meaning to do this one for a long time. This dude's going to waltz into Cooperstown on the first ballot. It's been a thrill to watch him play. And look, he got over the hump a little bit, you know, in 2020, finally winning the uh, World Series in that COVID-shortened season. But um, you know, this is a guy who's been the best pitcher of his generation. There's just no other way to, to kind of, you know, map it out here. I mean, he's, he's got so many great, um, <clears throat> you know, awards and accolades and finally won a World Series. And you know, I know what a lot of people were thinking in that 2020 season. It was kind of, you know, cheapened and, and all that. But 
Um, I, I'm not one of them. You kind of play the season that you're, you know, that you're supposed to play. And, um, you know, he was, um, he was pretty good, um, you know, in, in that 2020 run. I mean, his ERA wasn't great in the first two, but again, in the World Series, he had uh, really, really stepped up his game big time. I mean, for anybody who, you know, wants to think that Clayton Kershaw, you know, is going to be always be a terrible postseason pitcher. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious when they played the Rays, right? I mean, he won two World Series games. He had an ERA of 2.31, uh, pitched 11.2 innings, and, you know, had uh, had 14 strikeouts. Uh, you know, and let's face it, there's been other series where he's been really, really up, and then there's been some series where he's been, you know, really, really down. Um, more more down than up, I would say. Um, when you look at his career postseason ERA, it's not great. It's 4.22. He's 13-12 and 12 all time. Um, innings pitched at 194. His whip is over a thousand, by the way. Uh, he does have 213 strikeouts in the postseason, but um, you know a lot of people think, well, you know, for a guy who's always there and the pitcher, you know, uh, best pitcher of his generation, you know, shouldn't he be a little bit more like Bob Gibson, you know, than Jeff Weaver, let's say, um, you know, but there have been big time moments for him. I mean, you know, you, you go back to, you know, that 2013 run where you know he, he pitched in that. Um, and that NLDS with the great game against the Braves, um, 2016, even, uh, you know, against, um, you know, the Washington Nationals got a win there again, high ERA, but was able to kind of gut through it. Um, you know, you, you can't really say enough about 2015, you know, even, even, you know, winning, um, one and losing one. I mean, he had a, a great ERA and, and gutted it out, you know, in some cases, you know, look at 2009, even in the NLDS against St. Louis, uh, no decision, but, you know, pitched fairly well in, in, in that one. Um, so, you know, again, the roller coaster ride of a postseason, um, it's not great, but I think he salvaged quite a bit in the 2020 campaign, um, only to come back, of course, in last year's playoffs and, you know, um, you know, only give five innings um, against the Padres. Um, it, he's not a great postseason player, there's no question, but I feel like he was kind of vindicated, even though it was only 11.2 innings pitched in 2020, because a lot of people said during that year, like, and rightfully so, because Kershaw had brought out up a lot that he was, you know, going to retire. Um, but instead he went out there and again, just 11 innings plus pitch, but they were very, very valuable for the team. And I think that those couple of starts really, you know, sent a jolt through the Dodgers and helped them win. Um, it's hard to believe that this guy's only 35 years old still. Um, you know, when you look at this guy pitching in the big leagues already for 16 years, uh, you know, you go back to his unreal campaigns. I mean, unreal. You know, the fact that he's won three Cy Youngs, he won an MVP during one of those Cy Young seasons in 2014. He's won 20 games, um, you know, twice and has had double digit wins. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, actually one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve times. You know, during his career, he's got a slew of ERA titles and all the rest, and he's a career 2.4 ADRA guy. Um, you know, his strikeout totals are, are at 29-12. Um, I think he's going to get 3,000. I do. Um, you know, he's got 207 wins against 91 losses. That's 695 for a win percentage. 2,600-plus uh, innings pitched. Uh, the whip is over 1,000. Um, you know, and then when you look at, you know, some of the other um, numbers, you know, strikeouts per nine at 9.8. I mean, we're dealing with some historic numbers. Again, the postseason number is not amazing. Um, they always were fairly bad, but now they're kind of average. 
I think because of 2020 and because of like some of the moments that he had before that. But he's a three-time Cy Young winner. He's an MVP. He's a Triple Crown you know, winner for pitching. He's won a World Series. He's got five ERA titles. He's a Player of the Year guy, and he's a Gold Glove winner. Um, I don't know. That, that, that's still pretty darn good. Um, you know, he won a Clemente Award, and people just really think highly of Clayton Kershaw, and rightfully so. And this year, Clayton Kershaw looks pretty darn good. And on a Dodger team that's been very, very injured, he could be the key cog at 35 in helping this team get back to the World Series. More on that and Clayton Kershaw, the ambassador, the guy. Great for baseball and all the rest. And oh, by the way, his entire career so far with the LA Dodgers. I'm going to tackle all of that next year on the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by Brian Comboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Tax efficient retirement planning. Go with Brian today at advisors.massmutual.com. He's also on Facebook and Instagram. Brian Comboy is the official financial advisor of the ML Sports Platter. More on Kershaw next. ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. Big time thanks to Liverpool Physical Therapy, Rosie's Corner, and friends of the program, including Daryl Abert, Bob Lindsley, the Alonzo family, and the Swan and Whitaker family. So Clayton Kershaw, not only does he have historic numbers, not only will he go into the Baseball Hall of Fame on the first ballot, but Clayton Kershaw is also one of the truly great guys in the game of baseball. He's an ambassador for the game. He's handled the whole thing his entire career you know, with class, dignity, respect, and all that. So that part is added to it. It's just gravy for me. I love Clayton Kershaw. He's also played his entire career with the L.A. Dodgers, and I have to assume that that probably will be the case. You know, there were rumblings a few years ago. I alluded to this earlier in the podcast, you know, that maybe he'd retire. Or, and this part I haven't tackled yet, when he became a free agent, like, he's from Dallas. He's going to go back home and play for the Rangers. He's going to go... You know, maybe he'll play for the Astros and all this sort of thing. But what people forget is it doesn't matter where you're from. This isn't Ken Griffey Jr. to the Cincinnati Reds. This isn't like a hometown feel type of a thing in sports anymore. Guys have private planes. They have oodles and oodles of money in their bank account. You know, playing in front of their home crowd, in front of their hometown, in front of their family and friends and all that doesn't really matter as much as people think it does. Um... I mean, it really doesn't. And remember, when you pitch at home, you are getting quadruple the requests. Everybody wants to come see you play. You got all these ticket requests. You got more pressure, uh, maybe extra billboards and advertisement things are, are built around you. The hometown kid is home, all that kind of I mean, sometimes you just don't want to deal with that. He's signed through 2023, as early as free agency can be 2024. Um, you know, the Dodgers, you know, kind of played around with some, some some things. He's making, obviously, far less money. Trust me, he can still pay the light bills. But he's making far less money now at $20 million for 2023. He made 17 last year. Remember that deal that he had signed that was pre-15, I believe? I mean, making 32, 34, 35, 35, 31, 31, 31 million. A few of those years, he was north some of those t- uh, totals. So, um you know, this is a guy who's got plenty and plenty and plenty of money. So I don't know if like going home actually makes sense, but he's gone through free agency, you know, a few different times with the LA Dodgers. I mean, he was granted free agency, he signed as a free agent back. He was granted it again in November, signed back. Um, it just seems like maybe the Dodgers are the only place he wants to be. And frankly, why wouldn't you stay in LA? 
They are committed. They have a great general manager. They have ownership that cares. They blow tons of money every year. They have a stockpiled farm system where he can miss five to eight guys on the roster every year, which has been the case. The latest one, Gavin Lux, a ton of injuries across the rotation. Walker Bueller is completely busted stuff at this point. There's been injuries galore, and yet they can just call people up and stuff holes, and they have also the pocketbook to go get, hello, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, re-signing Kershaw. There's a million guys on that team that can hurt you across the board. Why wouldn't you stay in LA? You've been there you know, your whole career. You're going to go up possibly on the Mount Rushmore of all-time Dodgers, which is amazing going back to the Brooklyn Dodger days when you consider you know, the likes of Jackie Robinson, Pee Wee Reese, Roy Campanella. You, know, you consider the likes of of, of, of uh, uh, Sandy Koufax and Don Drysdale. You consider the likes of, if you want to add managers into it, we know the names there that have come through, including Tommy Lasorda. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm looking at this as Clayton Kershaw could be, you know, I mean, he's going to get his number retired by the Dodgers. He's going to get every possible award and accolade from the Dodgers when he's all done. Why not stay there in my twilight of the career and try to go win yet another World Series? And oh, by the way, the dude's pitching his ass off this year. Have you paid attention to him? He's been unreal. As I record this, 10-4. and four, He's got an under 2.60 ERA. He's got a slew of strikeouts at 105. Again, as I record this, his whip is as good as any other year of his career at the age of 35. And frankly, the Dodgers could really use him going down the stretch because of all these injuries and you know the inconsistent nature of, of the team. Um, I do think, and I know that the Giants have been a nice story, I know the Diamondbacks have challenged for a while, uh, the Padres for some reason people think are still lurking, but I don't think they have the right heads on their shoulders to actually make it happen. But here's the thing, the Dodgers, the Dodgers are still the team to beat in the West. The, 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 you know, the Padres and all their fluff, uh, no thank you, right? All these different uh, uh, ideas about the Dodgers dying this year, they are not true whatsoever. And as I record this, They've been on a wicked hot uh, a heater in July, going you know from the pre All Star now to the post All Star uh, time period. They're a game and a half better than the Giants, and they're two and a half better than the Diamondbacks. They're ten and a half better than the Padres, and they're eighteen and a half ahead of the pathetic Rockies. And I got news for you: I'm going to pick the LA Dodgers. I had the Padres before the season. I was an idiot. The Dodgers will win the NL West, and they're going to win it by double digits. I'm calling it right now at the end of July that I think the Dodgers, with a couple of months left of baseball to play, I think they're going to win the NL West by double digits. And it's hard to doubt that take, man. When you have Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, all pl- you know, playing at an MVP level, you can just simply snap your fingers and grab a Miguel Vargas and call him up. You can get James Altman. I mean, the second baseman center fielder uh, you know, help that they've gotten respectively from those two guys has been absolutely amazing. J.D. Martinez is in a complete renaissance of his season. Will Smith is crushing the baseball. Every time you look up, he's going deep. He's helping out. He's a great backstop to it. And you know what? They have all of these freaking injuries, and it just doesn't seem to matter with the Dodgers because of how good their farm system is and how much they have balanced everything. And then you take Kershaw, and you take Julio Urias, and you take Tony Gonsolin, and you go, okay, like this team has a one through three, and this is still without Walker Bueller. Oh, and by the way, Remember when they went out and blew a ton of money on Trevor Bauer and that whole thing didn't work out because of the off-the-field garbage? Yeah, the Dodgers can go out and get guys and get a bad break. They can go out and get guys and it might not work out and it just doesn't matter because they go out and get 
not just really, really high-priced free agents, but unlike stupid Brian Cashman and the Yankees, they actually go out and get the right players. It's one thing to go out and blow a ton of money, see Carlos Correa, see some of the guys in San Diego, but you got to get the right players. In the NFL, we talk about fit all the time for the quarterback. Why don't we talk about fit more in Major League Baseball? All of these guys are fits. Mookie Betts, right? Like all of these guys, Freddie Freeman. I mean, there could not be a better fit for the Dodgers than Freddie Fe- Freeman, although I have argued the New York Yankees because of the short porch and the fact that they need to get their SHIT together in terms of building a championship roster, and he would have been a perfect championship player to you know bring in. Instead, they have settled for the mediocrity of one Anthony Rizzo. But the Dodgers have an unbelievable opportunity to stay up at the top of baseball for the next 10 to 15 years because they have the pocketbook, they have the smart sense in the front office to get the right people with that pocketbook, and their farm system they do not give away. You know, Shohei Otani, everybody's been talking about the trade of this guy. The Dodgers might have the best shot. If I'm the Dodgers, I'm going, nah, no thank you. I'm not giving up five, six of my prospects to have our you know farm system go from top three or five in Major League Baseball to like 15. I'm just going to hand him $550 million in the offseason, right? He doesn't have to change his address or move his house or anything like that. He's going to stay right in L.A. So I would try to go win it all without Shohei Otani. You've got the roster. You have the rotation. You have the bullpen. By the way, Dustin May is also uh, you know, a tremendous, tremendous starting pitcher for the L.A. Dodgers. I- I'm telling you right now, man. You know, Then you got Evan Phillips leading uh, the team in, in, in saves. He's been effective. Caleb Ferguson, ridiculous relief bridge as well. I tell you, man, uh, the Dodgers are rolling. The Dodgers are going to be in the postseason for a long, long, long time. And Clayton Kershaw this year could be a huge factor because of all those injuries and the way he's pitching. The curveball is nasty. Again, he's getting ahead of people. Um, Again, he's showing his durability, and he's going to go straight to the Hall of Fame. I would love to see if the Dodgers can make the postseason, regardless if they make the World Series or not, I would love to see Clayton Kershaw get back to the postseason and completely dominate so that he has yet another thing to add to 2020 World Series against the Rays. And so people can kind of have that postseason bitter taste in their mouth disappear, you know, for good. So that maybe we can say he's an above average pitcher in the playoffs as opposed to going from he sucks in the postseason to, you know, having a few glimpses and all the rest plus 2020. But then the doubt of it because of the situation and Corona and the neutral stadium, well, he boosted it up to average. I want to have him be well over average because this is a guy, generationally, if you look at the sustainability, the durability, the awards and accolades and all the numbers, if you look at it from that standpoint and you loop in the regular season and the postseason, we're dealing with a Christy Mathewson, Pedro Martinez, Tom Seaver, Bob Gibson, Whitey Ford, Steve Carlton, Burt Blylevin, Jack Morris, kind of situation, although Morris was an unbelievable postseason pitcher compared to Clayton Kershaw. But you get my gist. You know, Jim Palmer, you know, that's what I'm talking about here. This guy, Clayton Kershaw, has been amazing. I'd love to see him stay in a Dodger uniform the rest of his career. And I'd like to see him go out and finish strong in October, which is where everything matters most anyway. Be on the lookout on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for my ML Sports Take videos. You can hit me on YouTube with a subscription. Please do subscribe to my channel, Mike Lindsley 7060 and follow me on Twitter as well, at MikeLSports. We are brought to you by Stanley Law Offices, Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company, Camillus Golf Club, and Liverpool Physical Therapy. Make sure if you have that post-op uh, therapy need, 
you got to go with physical therapy at Liverpool Physical Therapy, man. These guys do it right. Pete and the gang, amazing. The two Bens are incredible. I've got one of them fixing me up as we speak. Experience the difference at Liverpool Physical Therapy. You will not regret it. Call them today. Book your PT, 315-457-7005. It's been the region's premier source for outpatient physical therapy since 2005, and they get it done right. And hey, it's a really fun atmosphere too. They're all big football fans, all big sports fans, super funny and outgoing, and I've become friends with a lot of them, and it's a special place to be. And remember, at Liverpool Physical Therapy, you will, in no particular order, have fun and enjoy your time in the clinic while still achieving results. Receive one-on-one care with a skilled, experienced therapist, work closely with the same therapist at each session, and enjoy the open, airy, and pleasant atmosphere. You can achieve all of your own personal goals and use the top-notch equipment in the therapy business as well. Liverpool Physical Therapy on Facebook, on Instagram. Go see them. Old Liverpool Road, the official therapy place of the ML Sports Platter. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. New rules in baseball are making the games faster and more efficient. We're doing the same at CH Insurance. Always working to provide a better insurance experience for you. Hi, this is Joe Convertino Jr. As an independent agency, we partner with amazing carriers like Preferred Mutual to give you that peace of mind while protecting your business and family. CH Insurance, in your corner, every day, every way. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.